The big question still on our minds, as with every single one of these types of games is, who are the real New York Yankees? You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. This episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Swing for the fences on Sleeper picks and you can win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. With me, as always, is my producer, Steve Granato. Steve, what's going on? What's going on with the Yankees? Two wins in a row over Baltimore. Hey, we have a preview of Game 3. The Yankees going to win the set, potentially, here. When we Before the series started, we're going, this is a big test here for the Yanks. Um, they've been filling the bill so far. we got some injury updates as well, some interesting updates from the minor leagues, as a matter of fact. The Yankees have been doing a lot of shuffling uh, of some higher touted prospects um and they're kind of intriguing we need to tell you about that a little bit later on in the show but first stacy the offense i mean eight more runs on tuesday night or tuesday afternoon or whenever they played baseball <laughs> i'm on the west coast i don't know what time it is over there yeah so but i mean hey the offense is, is i mean let's be fair i wanted to get this out right away stace the orioles are playing bad like they're just not playing well they're they're not pitching well they're they're not getting it done defensively like they're just not really playing well yeah they don't look like a team that's in second place in the al east right now i was actually shocked by how sloppy they've been playing over the past two days but on uh tuesday especially just really not good and i said before this series started that they were kind of slowing down a little bit and so were the rays a little bit but i didn't realize how sloppy they've been playing lately and it's definitely showing in this series yeah, I mean, the offense, like I said, is, is coming up big, and it's good to see the Yankees jumping on uh, bad pitches. But there are a lot of bad pitches. I mean, almost everybody is missing up, like, ridiculously. Like, everyone is missing up and over the plate. Yeah, yeah, because we spoke about that on yesterday's show, and it was the same thing today. And I don't know if it's the weather, the humidity, if the balls aren't moving the right way for these guys. Like, if there's something with the way they throw the ball normally that the weather is affecting it in some way. But, yeah, it, it was really, really strange. And, you know, Glaber getting things started in the first was uh, really good. Um, I actually missed it. I walked away from the uh, TV and then I went back and it was suddenly two nothing. And I thought, wait, what, <laughs> what did I miss? And I had to rewind it. And uh, you know, he's starting to do things and the guys that you need to do things are doing things. And some of the guys you don't expect to do things are also doing things to help the offense. And that was the theme of today. It was great. Yeah. I mean, they, we've been waiting for a while for them, for anybody to really step up in judges absence. And I mean, like, I don't want to get too into it here and going like, this is it. Here come the Yankees. Right. Because, you know, it is only a couple of games here uh, and they clearly didn't show up this past weekend in St. Louis. But I mean, to be frank, like they are getting the job done here against some tough competition uh, guys that should be pitching better, but aren't. And, and, but I mean, it's been times this season with this offense where they're not jumping on these guys, where right. they're getting those mistake pitches and are not taking advantage of them. And, and I also want to be fair, there were a couple of pitches and a couple of big hits that also weren't mistake pitches. Like they weren't jumping on only mistakes, but they were also hitting some better pitches. So 
I mean, for whatever sense you want to make of it or however much worth you want to put into it, they are just swinging better. Yeah. I also feel like, and this is going to sound so goofy, um, it's Hope Week at Yankee Stadium. And for some reason, uh, not every year, but it feels like they kind of um, elevate things a bit because of the feel-good thing of Hope Week and helping people. Because the first year that they had it, it's the year you don't like hearing, 2009. They were so good during Hope Week, and they just wanted to continue it all these years later. And uh, by the way, I'm wearing this for Sarah Langs. They uh, honored her before the game on Tuesday. She's fighting ALS and uh, love her. If you don't follow her on Twitter, she just loves the sport of baseball so much. And for them to play this well in her honor for today was just really great. I loved it so much. <laughs> yeah, that was that was awesome. Um, hey, so 2 nothing on that Glaber homer. IKF a sack fly to make it 3 nothing in the fourth. Uh, we're going to talk about Clark Schmidt in just a second. Uh, of course, there's a little bit of a back and forth there. Uh, how about Glaber running through a stop sign at third? Uh, I know that a lot of people are making a lot out of that, but hmm. Stanton with another hard hit, by the way, to bring in that go-ahead run four to three. Yeah. Um, I mean, it worked out for Glaber because, again, the Orioles are just not doing what they're supposed to be doing in the field. I don't know what they were doing in the outfield during that play because he should have been out by about 50 feet, and he wasn't. Um, and I know they spoke about it after the game, and um, Glaber spoke right after the game on the field, and then he also spoke – in the clubhouse about it and his answer kind of changed slightly because I don't know, maybe he was talked to about it. Um, but you know, it's not the first time that he's done something like that, but it worked out this time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jose Trevino with a, with a Homer there, Bader, a two run double. He's definitely heating up right now. And then uh, IKF scoring on that real Rizzo feelers choice, another botch play on the infield, a potential <laughs> double play ball. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at that point it was already over. So it doesn't matter much. Uh, Clark Schmidt stays so five innings of work, three runs on five hits, didn't walk anybody, ended up striking out seven. I mean, you look at that line and it's good. Uh, he was cruising. He really and then, was. <laughs> and then hit a wall again. Uh, I really thought I was, I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, maybe my prediction's going to be right. I was so excited. And then it just all fell apart. Now, to be fair, that one ball that Cabrera kind of misplayed, um, but then he also gave up the home run, which didn't help. Yeah. But um yeah, that's just annoying that he ran into that wall because he was doing really well up to that point. Yeah. So, yeah, if you look at the final line, not terrible. I mean, obviously, the no walks thing is good, actually. I, I want to say that because he's he's getting better at that. Um, but, yeah, just the got to get past that fifth inning. It's that fifth inning. There's just a blockage there. <laughs> so I looked at the split, Stacy, and so, like, we've been saying, you've been saying mostly is is getting him through the fifth and into the sixth, right? That's, that's been your earmark. And, and I think it's not just a feeling thing at this point where you're like, Oh, well, I would like for him to do this. And this would be nice. No, it, there's, there's anal like there's numbers behind it at this point now, Stacey. I mean, we're in July, so yeah. we can really put these numbers to the test here. How about this Stacey? I looked at his splits, Clark Schmidt this season, opposition slugging against him in the fifth inning, five forty nine, five forty nine. It's the second worst inning. The worst, the sixth. Yeah. The sixth inning. How about this OPS? Opposition OPS. 1,265. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, that's not just like, oh, well, it's over 1,000. That's like, no, it's 1,265. They are killing him when it comes to the fifth and sixth inning. Mm -hmm. I, I, 
how do you even explain that? I mean, yeah, the third time through the order. It's also, by the way, second time through the order, at least the early part of the order, not good for him either. Right. So like third inning is a is a struggle for Clark Schmidt as well. Mm-hmm. Really bad in the third inning. So, I mean, he gets one first inning, second inning, okay, third gets tagged, comes back in the fourth, and then boom, the fifth inning hits and they start slugging him. Yeah, yeah. It's bizarre. It's it just is. a continuing trend, and, and I hope they figure out a way to – to do something about that maybe he's just he's got to start maybe mixing his pitches a little bit differently and yeah. you know using less early on to try and get outs I, I don't know we'd have to do a deeper dive into that stays quickly of course aaron hicks wanted to touch on this today a homer in the fifth inning he's two for seven in the set he's uh slashing with the orioles in 28 games 264 379 494 look it's not blow your socks off type stuff but it's clearly better than what he's been what he had been doing in a yankees uniform the booing however how are you feeling about yankees fans booing aaron hicks to the degree that they have been the last two days it's stupid it's so stupid just why why are you even doing it it's not like he I'm sorry. They're, they're Audio writing. listeners, you're fine. Fireworks, fireworks. Everyone's okay. <laughs> sorry. Didn't know that was going on. That scared me and my cat. Um, what was I even saying? I just lost it. Oh, Hicks. Um, it's not like he left the team and badmouthed the team because he hasn't at all. You know, if he left the team, like if he did a Clint Frazier and said bad things about the Yankees, then okay, just boo him like his first at bat, get it over with. But I don't like what they're doing at all. I don't agree with it. Yeah, I mean, for by all accounts, we've we've made our pace with the Aaron Hicks saga here on this show, and I will reiterate that I think he did nothing wrong other than didn't perform to the standards that most people wanted, including himself. Do you think right. that's what he wanted to do? Right. Like, that's ridiculous. But I'm also on record on every show I've ever been on, I feel like at this point, and both locked on shows I've been on this season or uh, overall, that... I, I'm never in favor of booing a player uh, for not performing. Right. I will. I understand the lack of effort always. I think that's inexcusable. Uh, but, but for just not performing just by whatever stroke of bad luck uh, or whatever the case may be, I'm never in favor of. Uh, but let us know in the comment section, are you in favor of the booing that Aaron Hicks has received? Because, boy, it is loud at Yankee yeah. Stadium. Yeah. Uh, but again, he's playing fairly well for, for the Orioles right now. So as far as this show is concerned, good for him. We're happy for him. Uh, while you're in the comment section telling us about that, of course, you can drop your questions for Fan Mail Friday. That's coming up in a couple of days. If you want to skip the line for Fan Mail Friday, all you got to do is join our subtext. Of course, you get text messages from Stacy and myself. We texted uh, subtexters about what we're going to talk about in just a second. Of course, all the details are in the episode description. There's a free 14-day trial if you want to check it out. No harm, no foul. Coming up next, we've got some injury updates for you and, of course, some weird moves in the Yankees minor league system. Our new sponsor, Sleeper, is a fantasy sports and real money gaming app focused on bringing people together through sports and gaming. Sleeper has become the fastest growing fantasy platform in the world with over 5 million active users. At Sleeper, it's not just about sports. It's about building personal connections and lasting memories. With Sleeper, predict the hottest baseball stats like home runs, hits, strikeouts, and much more to cash in on your daily fantasy baseball skills. Entries can be made in 30 seconds or less. 
It's that easy. Download Sleeper in your app store and use promo code Locked On, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. It's currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. Back here on Locked On Yankees. Hey, to the everydayers out there, you know we got a recap of Game 3 coming up on tomorrow's show as well as Fan Mail Friday in just a couple of days. So get your questions in and you could be a part of the show coming up on Friday as we always do here on Locked On Yankees. Of course, the Orioles series, back tonight games. You can catch it all on SiriusXM. Download the SiriusXM app today for free in whatever store of your choosing. Stace, we got some injury updates here over the last couple of days, including uh, some moves in the minor leagues I wanted to talk about today. Of course, it's not Miners Monday, but a little special edition for you. Uh, but, of course, the big one, Aaron Judge started swinging a little bit. There is still no timetable, uh, but these small rumors of potential offseason surgery, at least the answer to surgery is not in season from Aaron Judge, but kind of didn't really put much detail into the uh, the off-season possibility. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, I mean, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do? It, it happens. Injuries like that happen, and it sucks, and it's terrible, especially with the contract and everything. But, you know, the fact that he's trying to work his way back and that he said he's feeling better when he walks and he's feeling better when he does things and he was throwing and swinging and, uh, yeah, the idea of the off-season surgery, though, that's... I didn't like hearing that at all. Been a tough couple of days for baseball superstars, by the way. Judge obviously been out for a while. Uh, Trout breaks his hand, yes, the other day. Kershaw's out. So all those guys got replaced on the all-star roster. And you're just like, man, those are some heavy hitters to leave the all-star roster. Uh, Judge, Trout, and Kershaw, man, those are uh, those are tough pills to swallow. Uh, Carlos Rodon is supposed to pitch this Friday. Of course, he went through his two rehab appearances. He's gone through everything unscathed, by the way. Uh, his last time out, of course, he had to go through a rain delay uh, with Somerset and then ended up pitching for Hudson Valley one more time. So he made three rehab appearances, um, two with Somerset and once went with Hudson Valley. So that's good news. Everything's good to go. And looks like he is on pace for Friday, Stace. Yay, we're finally going to see Carlos Rodon. Hallelujah. I was happy that um, he got through everything okay. And this is going to be a big boost to the team. Like just having that person that you signed for all this money that you expected to be the number two behind Cole finally pitching in a game. And hopefully he'll be okay for the rest of the season. Yep. Pitches once, all-star break. Uh, (laughs) just, Just the way we all drew it up. But hey, glad to see he's feeling better and uh, is ready to to do what he does. He's a great pitcher. Great pitcher. Uh, Nestor Cortez, by the way, uh, he's supposed to throw live BP on Sunday, which is a good sign. He just came off of a 25-pitch bullpen session. So that's good. By all accounts, everything's going okay. Doesn't seem like there's much of a timeline still for him to make rehab appearances. I still slate it at minimum two, possibly three rehab appearances for Nestor Cortez. So we'll see how that all shakes out. Yeah. What did he injure again? This is his shoulder, right? Yeah, shoulder, shoulder, but it's mostly like the pain or like the recovery time, right? It's just the overall kind of fatigue. It's in the shoulder, but it's just kind of like I'm not 
the after five days, I'm not feeling like how I should feel after five days. Yeah. Uh, so that's what's made this whole thing a little tricky, kind of like the judge thing a little bit. We're just like, man, we're just kind of got to wait. <laughs> but I, that, that's why I think they're going to go three turns uh, on rehab for, for Nestor. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's just my own doing there. That's that's not based off of anything. Uh, stay some weird miners moves. Uh, the Yankees uh, are potentially or not potentially are preparing was the word I was looking for preparing for the MLB draft, which is starting on Sunday. Of course, the Yankees do not have a bunch of picks. We're going to talk about that in a second, but um, they called up. This is the good news. They called up Everson Pereira Pereira, uh, an outfield prospect is number four in the system. He was with Somerset playing very well with Somerset got called up to Scranton Wilkes-Barre yesterday. What did he do yesterday on 4th of July? First at bat home run to right center field. So nice job to, to welcome you there. Uh, so he got called up, but it comes at the price of Elijah Dunham. The number 16 prospect in the system got sent down uh, from triple a to double a look. He wasn't tearing the cover off the baseball by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but it is weird to see Dunham being sent back down. Uh, I mean, I think with the Pereira call up, that's, you know, just kind of how, how she goes. He's not the only one that got sent down. Josh Maciejewski also got sent down from Scranton Wilkesbury down to Somerset. Uh, and this is coming after a couple of days ago. I believe this was on the third. Josh Bro got sent down uh, to Somerset as well. He hadn't been playing as much. He had missed a couple of days. He's been dealing with injuries all season. Uh, started the season injured because he got hurt in spring training. If you remember all the way back, he missed a good chunk of time. Josh bro got called up last season from Somerset up to Scranton Wilkesbury and was hitting really well for about a month there. Uh, he adjusted really quickly to triple a hitting and then kind of turned back into a regular old hitter after the fact. But uh, yeah, bro gets sent back down to double a uh, some other movement here. Christopher familiar. We've talked about on a miners Monday uh, and we anticipated getting the call from Tampa to Hudson. That happened the other day, just a couple of days ago. So congrats to Christopher Familia. I mean, he was absolutely obliterating Tampa pitch, uh, pitching in Florida. The Florida State League was absolutely crushing it. So that makes total sense there. Uh, I said post-All-Star break. It was before. So congrats to Christopher Familia. He'll be in Hudson Valley. I anticipate probably for the rest of the season there. Uh, they might end up doing something because I remember he's a little bit older, so they might end up doing the thing like they did uh, with some guys where they call them up during like the Somerset playoff run, that kind of thing. You know, I could maybe see that happening for Christopher Familia if all things go according to plan here this season. They did that with Jason Dominguez last year, too. Can I uh, say something, though? Because I was very excited when I saw that he got called up because be because of you, I know about these guys now. And I, I was like, hey, we talked about him on the show. That's so cool. Good for him. <laughs> That's why everybody, every day is ready to know that. That's why you guys yeah. come around here on every Monday and you go, oh, yeah, I know that guy. And you just <laughs> to show off to your friends. You're like, yeah, nah, Christopher Miller. Yeah, no, he's been raking. Yeah, I know about that. Uh, but I wanted to mention the draft year, Stace, because remember, we kind of anticipate some movement here after the draft. You might see some guys get released. Uh, you might get see some guys get called up. Uh, but the Yankees don't have a ton of picks, especially in the early rounds, uh, because of the Carlos Rodon signing. So the Yankees uh, on Sunday will have the 26th overall pick. Then they have the 97th overall pick. And then it's like 125 and like 219, something like that. So they forfeited some round uh, some round picks in the second and fifth uh, for that Rodon signing. So, uh, you know, you'll see people be like, oh, sign this guy, sign this guy. It's like it does come at the expense sometimes. You, you look on the back end and it does end up 
biting you a little bit. I'm not going to say your fifth round pick is going to turn into the next, you know, Mike Trout or anything here, but uh, it, it does have an effect. So the Yankees will not have a ton of draft picks, especially when we talk about it on Monday uh, after the first round is over on Sunday. So going to be a little interesting to be a light draft here for the Yankees this season, but just thought it was, you know, time to mention, Hey, by the way, draft time uh we'll see what direction they end up going with of course they have tons of shortstop options right now in the system uh they got a good chunk of outfielders um you might see them go after you know maybe a first baseman or a second baseman i mean in the first round you're always just trying to go after the best guy available at that point but once you get to 26 uh you're starting to get a little bit thinner uh, there seems to be some pretty good college bats and, and some decent college arms but we'll see if they last that long uh we'll talk about that next week of course uh, during the all-star break we'll have some full breakdowns of the guys the yankees end up going after in the draft so make sure to hit subscribe for that of course we still got baseball this week and we're going to talk about game three against baltimore when we come back Back now here on Locked On Yankees. Hey, catch the Orioles series, which continues tonight on Sirius XM. You guys already know the everyday, or excuse me, say this every day. Download the Sirius XM app if you want to listen to the Yankees game there. Of course, there are free trials all over the place. Stace, Dean Kramer, and Randy Vasquez. So, remember, I made a bold prediction this week for this series that it would be Randy Vasquez called up. It'll be Nick Ramirez being sent down, and it'll be Randy Vasquez having the best start of any Yankee starter in this series. So I got the first part of it out of the way. It is Randy Vasquez confirmed. Yes. I still think it's going to be Nick Ramirez being optioned down. Uh, obviously, he just pitched an inning and two-thirds the other day, so he's not available, I'd, I'd imagine, anyway. Um, so I think it's going to be Ramirez optioned down. Uh, Randy Vasquez, and by the way, the Rail Riders don't have a single pitcher listed for this whole week. Uh I don't know what's going on there, but uh, <laughs> I, I checked because I was like, well, let's see if Vasquez, this is before the news came out. I was like, is Vasquez primed for anything? Nope, nothing. He hasn't pitched since June 25th, um, but he pitched twice last week against Buffalo and uh, pitched really well against uh, the Buffalo Bisons, the Toronto Blue Jays affiliate. So we'll see Randy Vasquez tonight. Yeah. Uh, when I saw that, I was laughing just because you were right. And uh good for him for doing that and you know nick ramirez man what a job he's doing while he's with yeah. the yankees um now uh, did crook get sent back down is he still up would he not yeah be? yeah crook, crook got yeah because he was the 27th man right so, okay yeah okay. he was optioned back well it's not even option it's it's, it's kind of they like... don't waste an option there it's it's called returned is right the technical term is returning okay. uh dean kramer gets the start uh we've seen him once this season back on april the 7th went five innings gave a four earned five hits, walked three, struck out four. He is coming off, Stacey, not only his worst start of the season, but one of the worst starts in his major league career. Uh, got smacked around by Minnesota a couple of days ago. Three innings, seven hits, seven earned, gave up a pair of homers, hit a batter, walked two, also did strike out five against the Twins, which is an offense that has really been struggling since the end of April. Um, Dean Kramer, I mean, he's a, I wouldn't say a hard thrower, but he throws the hard stuff more often than not throws his fastball sinker combo over 50% of the time. So anticipate uh, some of his quote unquote harder stuff. I mean, he's like 93, 95 on uh, his fastball sinkers, like no low nineties. Um, he throws in a mixes in a cutter that comes into the upper eighties to like maybe 90. Uh, so you can anticipate that here tonight, but I mean, I'm curious to see how he bounces back. I mean, it's like maybe like the third worst start of his career. Like it was really rough. 
That is quite a line. That is quite a line. You know, the five strikeouts, good, but you know, I mean, he basically did everything you could do in, <laughs> in, yeah. in like, wow. <laughs> Even yeah, he really snuck everything in there. In the was there a wild part. pitch in there too? I mean, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of a wild one for, for Dean Kramer. We'll see Vasquez face, uh, face the Orioles for the first time again, Stace, I think I'm, I'm just going to ride the wave. That's why, that's why we call them bold predictions, man. We're not here to, to say split the series like you were trying to say the other day but uh yeah, I mean, they've I'm, done I'm, it so far they have they have guaranteed and they can have a chance here to try and win the series tonight again that's on sirius xm as well as on uh wherever you watch it i don't know i feel like the yankees are on prime like every other day at this point it's just how it is hey um don't forget to drop your questions for fan mail friday you only have what is this today's wednesday's episode yeah wednesday's episode uh you only have two days to get your fan mail friday questions in of course you can skip the line by joining our subtext that's a service you sign up for free 14-day trial then 4.99 after the fact but you get to have one-on-one text conversations with us stacy myself for the ones that are actually texting you um and of course you get other information like hey by the way elijah dunham just got uh, just got moved or hey uh you know carlos rodan this is how his rehab went uh that type of thing you get that from us uh when that happens so make sure to subscribe uh here on youtube to get that later but you can get it even quicker if you join our subtext group that's going to just about do it for today's locked on yankees i'm steve granado and i'm stacy gotsulius we'll see you tomorrow